So I'd like to complete the ideas that I started then. And um, I'm not going to review. The ideas stand independently. If you do want to appreciate whatever I'm saying today, um, you can listen to part one, which is on, on the YouTube and on our website. I'm not sure it's on the website yet. It has to get on the website, but Mr. Shem tomorrow will get it on the website. Uh, it's called The Secrets of Secrets of the 15th of Of, part one. So this is going to be part two. Okay, so we had left off that the, that, the, that the quality and the greatness of the day, which is very futuristic, the day of the 15th of Av is Mashiach, the lights of the future are shining very brightly, is the significance is related to the fact that it's the 15th and that the moon is in its fullest. And we discussed that the significance of the moon being in the fullest, different than all the other months where the moon is also full, is that over here, um, the 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 uh, connection is one that um, will remain forever. It, it's not going to fluctuate anymore. Uh, usually, when the moon falls to its fullest, it decreases afterwards, which means that the union that represents in the full moon is not an eternal union. Um, also, the fact which one is connected to the other that it's not a secure bond. Uh, the unholy can can uh, hack it. And the uniqueness of 15th of Av is that the bond is one that doesn't allow for any hackers, doesn't allow for any infiltration. It's a secure union, which means it's a secure server. The flow of energy from the Ain Sof into Malchus is in its perfection. That's what we learned. And we explained that that, that, the, that idea, I explained it earlier, is related to the concept of that Hashem's name is not going to be like it is till now, Yudke Vavke, but Hashem's name is going to be it's going to be Yudke Yudke. That means that the Vavke is going to change and it's going to become similar to the Yudke. We're going to be elevated to Yudke. We explained that there's two Yehudim, there is Yerushalayim, Shalmai, and the higher Jerusalem which are symbolized in the Yud-K, and there's Yushalayim Shalmata, the lower Jerusalem, which is symbolized in Vav-K, which represents two unions. Yud and Vav are both the Mashpia, He and He are both the recipient. This is the recipient of Bina. This is the recipient of Malchus. And the, the, the difference between these two unions are that Yud-K is constant, and it never, ever separates. Today and day in the Loimus Barshan, Chachma and, and Bina are always unified. And the verses Vavke, which some which are which are set together and then can be separated together and can be separated, which is the whole idea of of of, of Golos and exile, and the reduced light in the moon. Um, the the um, the second difference is that in Yudke there is no Yenika Sachitzayim. Bina is called Alma Dechera. She's the world of freedom. There is no klipa cannot have a yanika. Klipa, the unholy cannot derive any energy from them. From the Vavke, we know that Gloria this mothers, her feet go down into the places of death. She gives life to the klipas. There is all this this negativity. Um, and there, as mentioned, it's not a secure server. Uh, in order for the, the so the, the Maila in Yudke is in two things. There's no yanika sachitzainim and it's constant. The quality that's going to be a Mashiach comes is that Malthus is going to be elevated, that her union with the Zeir Anpir, which is called HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is going to be on the same level like Chachma and Bina in both Mailas. It's going to be forever, and there's not going to be any Yenikasachitzayim. That's a synopsis of what we discussed. And I want to add, we said that the, the reason why Esav, uh, which is the uh, reason why all this happened in Av, of is the biggest Yerida, and equivalence to the Yerida comes the Aliyah. The greatest fall and equivalent to the fall comes the Aliyah. So we discussed the reason why it happens in the month of Av, because Av represents the concept of Bechaira, firstborn. The word Av is like for the word Chaydesh Aviv. Av means it because the fruits are becoming ripe, which is the idea of Bechair. Esav claims Bechaira, that's why he claims to be superior. But in truth, however, Yaakov was the Bechayr. Yaakov, uh, because Yaakov went in first. Esav comes out first, but Yaakov went in first. And that's why Yaakov had all the rights to scheme Esav and take the Bechayr, because in Emes it's not really a scheme, he's just revealing the truth. 
But when Yaakov sins, that's not revealed, that we are the first Yetzira, we're the first ones to be formed because we're not fulfilling our potential and our purpose. And then we curse that, that element to blur. So Esau comes and he can reassume his power. When does he come? The month of Av, which is the, the Zman of Bechor. And he claims his Bechor, and that's where he claims dominance over Yaakov. And that's why he's able to take, um, create the nine days, which the nine days represents only nine spheres, Malchus is not there, Malchus isn't there because Malchus got separated from her husband, Malchus went to Golas, that's the idea that it's only nine days, the very fact that it's nine, not ten, ten in Kedusha, it's ten, the fact that it's nine, not ten, is indicative of the fact that Malchus is separated. What happens with Malchus, it, it goes down into the, to enliven and, and gets kind of pulled into the forces of darkness, the forces of darkness are hinted to in number 11. That's why in Klippa we always know it's 9 and 11, not 10. In Kedusha it's 10. So the, 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 that's what we hinted to. That's, that's the idea of a Yagarish Esa Adam, that Adam was driven out of Gan Eden. S stands for Tisha of, the, the ninth day of Av. And we, this is just a thought that we left off with. And. Um, the, 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 the Pasuk over there says, Hashem says to Adam Rishon, Ayeka, which Ayeka is really Echa. And Echa stands for the word Eko. Where is Ko? Where is Malchus? Malchus is Chavhei, is, is Kai. Where is Ko? Where is Malchus? Malchus isn't here. Where is she? A. She's under the influence of 11 powers. Achat Asar Kisrin Demesavusa, the 11 powers of Klippa, who are, that's the problem. So, what's our job? to bring Malchus back. When when does that happen? In of, not another time. Because since Yaakov is really the Bechayr, so the month of Bechayr, which is of, really, it turns around, and Yaakov becomes, regains power, and that Giloi happens in Chaydish Av, on the 15th of Av. Because 15 is Yudke. And the idea is, Aliyah Samalchus, that needs to happen, the Aliyah of Malchus that has to happen, is that the Vavke, which is where Klippa can derive energy. The Vavke is Gematria 11. That's why the Klippa is of 11 powers. They, but once Malchus, is, this union is elevated to Yudke, it's Yudke, Yudke. So once it's Yudke, Yudke, there's no more Yenikas Chitzayin in the Klippa Sarva, and we're at the 15th of Av. This is the idea. Um, I want to add to that, that Samach Tzadik says something very Gishmak. Comes out that the turning over here is we're taking Av and we're turning Av around. That's the whole Chiddush of the 15th of Av. It's turning the Av. Instead of it being the dominance of Esau, it becomes the, domin- the dominance of Yaakov. So the Tzemach Tzedek adds, the power of Esau in the month of Av is related to the concept of called Avais HaTuma, the powers, the fathers of Tuma. Avais HaNeziken. The Gemara says in Masechus Baba Kama, the Gemara starts that our Ba Avais Neziken. There are four original or, or supreme powers, categories and damages, which can represent the idea that there's four different categories in types of damages that can be when one person damages someone else, but obviously there's a deeper meaning to it. The four damaging forces in the universe, that's called Ovis. So you see there's a concept of Of in Klippa. So when Asa, when Asa dominates the month of Av, he says it's Ovis Satuma and Ovis Nezikin. When Yaakov comes and recaptures the month of Av and takes it back, which happens on the 15th of Av, what happens, it becomes Av Arachamim and Av Aslichis, which is the Av, the father who's compassionate and the father that gives Slicha. That's why it, it makes sense that we say, say, we start saying from Chamesha Biyav because uh, this is when we create the Av element that it should be Av Arachamim and Av Aslichis. Unbelievable. Um, what I do want to say, and what's negated to, to, to current events, what's going on in all of this is something really, really interesting. Um, we know what happened in, 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 in uh, Beirut yesterday, and it happened mamish hours before the beginning of, of the 15th of love. It happened in that part of the world in the afternoon of Yudalad of, so very close to the beginning of the 15th of love. So it seems it's related to this Yom Tif. Now, Pashtis, one can say, obviously, we don't, we don't rejoice when others suffer. 
and I, I agree with that, and I agree with that. It's the Fetish Apostle, and we find that even by Christian, even when our tormentors were ground, uh, drowned in the, in the, in the, in the see, the Malachim were not allowed to sing Shia. The Jewish people were allowed to, but the Malachim were not allowed to. And and so on and so forth, this psukim like that. Um, here, however, I, be, I believe, I mean, we don't have yet evidence, but I think it's pretty obvious, not much that, that what exploded was explosive materials. And these explosive materials had its intention, its intensive use, usage in the hands of Hezbollah. Lebanon doesn't have any, any, any of its own independent power, especially now it's all falling apart. Hezbollah, called the, called Hezbollah, Hezbollah, Hezbollah calls the shots. And these were storages of, of stuff that would either be used in making bombs or actual missiles over there. Who knows what they will find out. In any case, uh, the fact that it was destroyed on, on, on Erev uh, 15th of Av was a Hatzalus Yisrael. It was the Jewish people, less of that material, less of that bombing, and it did not explode over Tel Aviv where it was intended to go, or, or in other Jewish uh, um, um, cities and whatever, in Eretz Yisrael, Eretz HaKadosh. It's that it exploded uh, over there was a miracle on its own. Um, the other Indian of here, but there's a Pneumistic Indian, this is this idea that when one rises, the other falls. It's who has, who controls the month of Av, Esau the Yaakov. When we say Esau, by the way, we don't only mean Esau, but it includes Yishmael also. Yishmael is a continuation of Golas Eden. And they're routing for the same thing. We see even that Yaakov and Yishmael went and made a Shidduch together so that they can pair up and as powers of Tumah, powers of unholiness, to fight the Jewish people. So obviously at the end, when the, when the, when the, when the uh, seesaw is, is flipping, when the, uh, the, the, the scales are turning, um, um, and, and it has to have the tug of wars on the month of Av. So the Gemara actually says that when Yerushalayim is built, Sur is fallen. Sur represents the power of the unholy. When Sur rises, Yerushalayim falls. Well, Yerushalayim, Tzur wasn't built up, the city of Tzur, only from the destruction of Yerushalayim. Tzur is the city of Tyre, um, which is a city not far from Beirut. It's 81 kilometers, an hour drive. You look it up in Google, but the word um, Tyre, and add uh, and look from there to Beirut. It's very short, it's maybe 50 miles. It says in kilometers, I'm not exactly kilometers versus miles, but I, I would imagine that 81 miles is about 50, uh, 81 kilometers, about 50 miles. Um, it's very close. It, it, it could be related. The collapse of, of, of Tzur and the rise of... Another thing, Lebanon in general is called Lebanon, and the Beis Amigdash is called Lebanon. So we know that there is always a, a antithesis. Um, the Pasuk says, Lebanon will fall. Apipashtis, the Pasuk Alavonim Ba'adir Yippo is referring to the Beis Amigdash. The Beis Amigdash will fall with a mighty one. And right after that it says Mashiach, the Yerushalmi says this, is that right after that it says Mashiach will appear. The shoot from the family of Yishai will shoot forth. That is referring to Mashiach. The Gemara proves from here that when the moment the Beis Amigdash is destroyed, there's a Jerusalem Talmud. The Gemara says the moment the Beis Amigdash is destroyed, Mashiach is born. But if we're going to learn Levana not representing the Beis Amigdash, Beis Amigdash is called Levana because it makes our sins white. But Lebanon is called Lebanon, cedars of Lebanon, right? Um, so, Levana, meaning Levana, but Adir, in a massive, powerful, I mean, the, the power of this explosion, was the people were, were comparing it to Nagasaki and Hiroshima. It was, it was frightening, the power of it. And again, all accidental, all, at least what we know now, I don't know what else we'll find out, but as it is, it's, it's the hands of the English there. It's, it's something really, but there is something else over here. So, so again, the powers of Klippa fall right before Tuba, the 15th of Av, because the 15th of Av is the rise of the power of Jerusalem. Third base, Samigdash. The Iker, it's the feminine element. It's Shleimah Salavana. It's the feminine element of Kedusha. That's why the whole Tuba of is celebrated with the women, by the girls. The girls would go out and dance. Which girls? The girls of Jerusalem would go out and dance in the vineyards, celebrating marriage. We celebrate marriage. We celebrate holy union. The holy, because the, the, the individual marriages are just details of the greater marriage between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael in a way that's going to be permanent. And that's the idea of Bayema Hu 
the unity is going to be yudke yudke, never to be broken, and no one will ever get in in between us ever again. So it's interesting, you know. I saw one of the videos that was making its way around today on all news uh, on, on, on all news outlets. I saw it on Arutz Sheva initially, I think, and then it was on Fox News as well. And it's obviously this video was taken on a certain a certain presence. The video was showing a Lebanese bride having a photo shoot before her wedding. They're taking pictures. And then literally right as soon as they start this photo shoot, bang, the explosion happens. Thank God she wasn't hurt. And the people at the wedding weren't either hurt. But so they're 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 just uh, you know all shooken up and there's a lot of debris all over and obviously it puts an end to the photo shoot now. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at this metaphorically. I'm not looking at this, and as I mentioned before, thank God she wasn't hurt. I'm not I'm looking for hurting innocent, God forbid, innocent people, and so on and so forth. Hashem should protect, and Mashiach should come, and there shouldn't be any arming dead, and there shouldn't be any death, and there shouldn't be any fall, and, and, and all, the, all those that are unholy and have negative intentions should do tshuva and, and repentance, and we don't want Chasrashom bad for anybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just looking at something of the premius of it. It's Erev the 15th of Av, which is celebrating the union, union and the marriage of Jerusalem. So if this explosion is related to a certain, a certain switch that's taking place, that the, the bride of Kedusha versus the, the bride of representing uh, the, 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 the other side, the fact that from all the videos that is going around, it's this photo shoot of a Akala. Now, in Israel, you know, the, uh, the 15th of Av is the day that uh, they call it the Jewish Valentine's Day. You know, it's the day of love, the day of... Whether people are taking it out of its out of its uh, context or whatever it is, the, the, the idea is it represents the strengthening and the intensification and the deep love that there is in Jewish couples and also the deep love that there is between Hashem and the Jewish people. This bride is honored. The fact that the other wedding was disrupted and and and, and, and that's what's being highlighted as a result of this explosion that happened is indicating on a certain diminishment in the power of the unholy like actually the Gemara, the Gemara says that one of the things that happens that we celebrate the 15th of Av is Toshash Koychoy Shochama that the, the power of the sun gets weakened. In the, in the summer, it's very, very hot, and till midsummer, and then it breaks. It's not so hot, the sun is not so intense. So it happens at the time of the 15th of love, even though it's not dependent on the, someone said they talks about, it's not dependent on moon, on the lunar year, it's dependent on the solar year, so why would we, why would we connect it to the 15th of love? So that someone said, it says it has nothing to do with the actual weakening of the sun. It has to do with the spiritual concept behind it. And the spiritual concept behind it is that when the moon is in its fullest, that means the power of the Jewish bride rises, the power of Yaakov rises, the Levana reaches its power, so then the Jewish people count to the moon. So the power of the sun, in this, in this case it's referring to the unholy sun. Unholy sun, meaning the concept of sun, as it is the, as it is the source of life for the klipa, for the unholy, indicated in the idea that the nations in the world um, that the nations of the world count to the sun. So the weakening of the sun represents that power that is um, um, that kept the Golas going for 2,000 years is is diminished and weakened. So I think that that's what was illustrated in front of our eyes in the most powerful, unbelievable way and totally unexpected. So we have to, we have to be alert to this. We have to have, we have to be alert and sensitive to the concepts, to the Moshiach process that's taking place. And when we have a major event like this, pay attention and find what does it mean and what's its significance. And other than this, we pray and hope that all those who need to be healed and should be healed and should take care and there should be less damage and less pain and less suffering. All the threats that are there that are threatening Israel and the Jewish people should this would be, be, be destroyed or whatever, disappear. That, that's the idea. Okay. Now that we've established the concept of, of the 15th of Av, that 
um, we 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 discover, and I'm gonna uh, that 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 the 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 eleven switches to fifteen. That's the concept. That Malchus rises to the level of Bina, like mother, like daughter. They're both on the same level, and it's indicated. This is a very important point we made. We said in the last year that in the that in the moon, which is Malchus, we we highlight number fifteen, which is we reveal the Yudke. Fifteen is is Yud and a Hey. We reveal the Yudke element in fifteen. By the way, there's a Gishmak of Lord I always hear from my dear friend Reb Shloiman Goldner. He always repeats this. Uh, from the Rabshitzer, the, the holy Zera Kodesh, Chassidish Rebbe, giant, great Kabbalist. So the holy Rabshitzer says that there's a minute by weddings that we, um, there is a phrase, there's a, there's a nusach of a bracha that people give when a couple gets engaged. It's usually not so much by the wedding, but by when a poor couple gets engaged. One of the brachas we say to them is we say, the zivuk zol Simply, it means that it should be the, the zivuk should work out well. The zivuk, this this, this shidduch that has just been made, should work out well. Should be yafa means nice. It should be tight. It should be good. What's this idea that it should be oily yafa? He says an interesting thing, indicating exactly to what we were talking about. Now and nowadays, the, there is a union between the Zeirampin and malchus, and the it's hinted to in the vav and the he. Um, when the Vav, right, Vav came, when we said the Mashiach will come, the Vav will become a Yud, and it will be Yud K. It will be Yud K, Yud K. Now, in many, in general, Yud K, Vav K as a whole, not, not individually, individually each letter represents different spheres. So Yud is Chachma, He is Bina, Vav is the six emotions, and He is Malchus. Um, that's individual. So Malchus is included in Yud K, Vav K. But in, in 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 other ways of looking at it, Malchus has its own name. The name of Malchus is the name of Aleph Dalad Nun Yud Adoy, right? Nine. So that's the name of Malchus. Um, so you have Yud Kevavki. So a zivug, a yichud between the two, is a yichud between Havaya Yud Kevavki and Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. So Yud Kevavki is twenty six. Aleph Dalad Nun Yud is 65. When you put the two together, 26 and 65, the which represents the Yichud, you have 91. That's the gematria of Amen. Amen, that's why we say Amen. Every time we say Amen, we want to cause and affect this unity between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Shekhinah, between Havaya and Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. So it's this cosmic union. When Mashiach will come, however, and Havaya will not be 26 anymore because it's going to be Yudke, Yudke. So Havaya is going to be 30. 30 plus 65 is 95. So then the, the gematria of the union is going to be 95. That's the meaning of the word Yafe. The Zivuk should oile, should be gematria Yafe. means that every time someone gets engaged, we give them a bracha that their union should generate and should bring and should bring already the time when the unity between Hashem and the Jewish people is going to be in a level of Yafel, of 95, not 91. Because the mile of that is that it's going to be in a level of 15 in which the union is forever and unbreachable. Klippa cannot get in there anymore. Now, what, now, this is the toichen of what we mentioned in the previous year, besides one or two, a couple of things that I added. Um, now I want to add, I mean, again, whatever I'm saying is for the books, uh, besides my application that I applied it to today's what the current events, but other than that, it's in the books. Uh, Chazal say that the second yomtiv, which is like the super yomtiv for the Jewish people, is the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. If we say that the content of the 15th of Av is a full moon and that the Malchus is elevated to the highest level, so we have to say the same is also about Yom Kippur. That's why it's such a big yomtiv for the Jewish people, because the Jewish people are represented in Malchus. All the Jewish people are children of Malachim, which means we're all derivatives of Malachim. So uh, uh, we have to say Yom Kippur is also a great Aliyah Samalchim, which means that, uh, and that's Taka what it says. It says that Yom Kippur is the time of Aliyah Samalchim. And what's the Aliyah Samalchim? That Malchim goes up to the level of Bina. 
the lower hay goes up to the level of the higher hay, the two hays. By the way, it's interesting that if, uh, for those who uh, learn chitas, in today's Tanya, of, of the 15th of Av, what does the Alter Rebbe speak about in the passage of Tanya for today? The Alter Rebbe talks about the connection of the two hays, how the the lower hay malchus is 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 a derivative and a continuation of the higher hay of Bina. He says how Bina begins in the head go, and it's mistayim and ends in the heart, Bina Liba. And from the heart is where the breath comes out, which is the breath, which is the lower hay, which is the breath of speech. So you see how Bina and Malchus connect. Now, what is the relationship that that should be of the 15th of Av? Because the 15th of Av, as we said earlier, is when it's going to be like when Mashiach comes, when Malchus is going to be on the same level of Bina, the connection of the lower hay to the upper hay, the connection of Yerushalayim Shomata, the lower Jerusalem, should be equal and synchronized with Yerushalayim Shomayla, with the, with the upper Jerusalem, which the upper Jerusalem is the upper hay, and the lower Jerusalem is, is the lower hay. On Yom Kippur, we find that many of the experiences of Yom Kippur are all, it's related to number five. On Yom Kippur, we have five tefillahs, five prayers. We also have five inflictions, five inuyim. These are the five elements. Why? Because the f- emphasis of five is because five is, ma- is the hay is malchus, and it's the elevation of the hay to the other hay. That's why it's emphasized with number five. Then he goes to the Tzemach Tzedek and he continues and he explains. But the number 15 is also emphasized. Because when you take Yom Kippur, which has all this element of five, hey, and it's also the 10th day of Tishrei, so 10 and five equals 15. So even though it's not the 15th day of the month, you have the 15th element, the Yudke, uh, emphasized on Yom Kippur as well. Okay, so this completes the idea. However, the Tzemach Tzedek says, what causes this What's the, the underlying source that elevates, that causes Malchus to be elevated to the same level of Bina, or that the flow from above, from Yud to He, should not be weakened. When it goes into Avav, it becomes weakened, because Avav is already a diffusion. It's, it's becoming lessened through the Vav. It should remain, even in the second level, it should remain as potent as Yud, so it should be a Yud He, not a, not a Vav He. What makes that the... Now let's understand something. Usually when there's a flow, and a flow and a flow goes through a bunch of stages, this, the, this, the flow is going to be slowed down. Like every time, you know, if, if you give over a thought, and then that thought is repeated by someone else, repeated by someone else, repeated by someone else, usually you're losing some of it. As it's, as it's you're losing the, the power of it as it's moving down the line. Because each time a little bit is lost. So the same is also, you know, you pass on water for one day, it, it, some of it will dry up, some will get lost. You're not going to end up with the same amount after from cup to cup to cup to cup to cup. Same as always, energy, the infinite flow of orange Seif is coming at the Chachma, that's a Yud. From Yud, it's going into Bina. But then from Bina to the six emotions, really much weaker. And then from Vir into Malchus is again weaker. So something is becoming weakened and weakened. How is it going to stay that the flow remains direct? And it's not weakened at all. It's going to remain with the potency of Yudke in the second and lower tier, which the lower tier is much lower than the higher tier. How is it going to remain in that same intense and powerful, potent uh, uh, um, transmission? So the Rebbe explains that, the Tzemach Tzedek says, that's if the flow initially flowing into the Yud is from a much higher place. In other words, if you make the initial the initial flow very intense, then it's not going to get weakened as it's going to as it's going to it's just the intensity is going to carry through all the way to the end. So to in order to make yudke yudke, it is dependent on the beginning of the hamshacha should be from a very high place and that is from keser. That Keser itself is Nizgala in Chachma. When Keser reveals itself in Chachma, then that, that, that makes all the difference. And that's the other secret of the 15th of Av. In addition to what we said before, Aliyah Samalchus, it's Malchus rising from below, it's also Hamshachas HaKeser. It's the flow of Keser down. And he says also it's hinted to in Tez Vav Ba'av. 
How, what's the relationship of Tezvav Ba'av to the Hamshacha, the flow of Keser? Malchus, we've seen. Malchus is the moon. Fifteenth of the moon means that the, in the moon, which is Malchus, we emphasize Yudke, because that's number 15. Where do you see in the 15th of Av the concept of the Hamshacha of Keser, which the Hamshacha of Keser is the cause for the entire Indian that there should be um, um, Yudke, Yudke, and not Yudke, Vavke. He says, you see it, of, he says, is for the Lashen Ratzon. There's another meaning to the word of. Of is the Lashen Ratzon. Ratzon is desire. Uh, where do we find the of meaning desire? And God did not desire to curse you, it says. Hashem wanted to bless you. He didn't want to give you Shalom a curse. So you see the word, uh, the root of the word of uh, is of, and of is desire. Also, you have the example, the word ta'ev. Ta'ev means someone who's very hungry. He's very, very desperate because he desires something. He needs something very much. That's the concept of the root of ava, which is the panemius of ava is ratzon, of love is ratzon. Um, if of means ratzon, ratzon is associated with keser. Ratzon is still a power that's not individualized power like all the other powers. Chachmabina, these are all specific powers. Ratzon is the hamshach of the entire nefesh, which is the concept of keser, the soul itself prior to its breaking down to the powers of the soul, the expression of the soul itself. So when you have of, which is Ratzon Keser, and Tezvav, Tezvav we said before is 15, which is really Yud K, Yud is Chachma and He is Bina. If you have the 15th of of, it means that Ratzon Keser is drawn down into the Yud K. So when Keser is drawn down into the Yud K, what does that do? then the Yud-K is very, very potent and very, very powerful. The energy flow in Chachma and Bina is literally, the water pressure is like really, really high. And what that happens is that when it goes down much lower into the Eranpin and Malchus, the latter stages, into the vav it's not vav it makes it as potent as Yud-K. So it remains Yud-K, Yud-K. This concept of the other element of 15th of Av, the Hamshacha of Keser into Chachman Bina and through Chachman Bina the Hamshacha of Keser further down into Zeir Anpin and into Malchus and, and, the, and the ultimate target is Malchus is, 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 is a is a massive discussion in this Mimer of Tzedek in which he, he explains like unbelievable things and how this is the, the root of the 15th of Allah. So let's try to break down a few, a few of those concepts, a few of those ideas and try to simplify them that we can understand them. So first of all, this concept of making that the bottom of Yudke Vavke should, should also be Yudke Yudke which is the Hamshacha of the Yudke we want to draw down Yudke without diminishing it. That's the whole Nakuda. We find that, that that's a very, very major uh, element in, in our Jewish activity, in our constant, we're constantly el- eliciting this. We're trying to reach for this continuously, for this Indian. First of all, when we daven, we say, Hallelujah. What does hallelujah mean? Hallelujah means to hallelujah means to praise. Hallelujah means to praise God. But we're not saying hallelujah Hashem, we're saying hallelujah. What does that mean? Praise also comes from the word shining. We want to illuminate, which means we want to draw forth the yud king. Right? That's hallelujah. And we keep on saying every day in Davening, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because we want the yud king to manifest lower in the vav king. Again, and the intention is not just that it should pass on vitality and energy into the Vavke, but that it should come down as it is and, and upgrade the Vavke to the Yudke. That's why he says that we find that there are 15 different uh, uh, um, um, expressions of praise in Yishtabach. In Yishtabach, we say, 
15 expressions. Those 15 expressions are all to stimulate the Yudke. Then again, when we say in Emes V'yatziv, right after Kriya Shema, we say V'yatziv V'nochayim V'kayam V'yosho V'nechmod V'nechmod V'or V'nechmod V'nechmod So over there, there is 15 Vavs, 15 words that start with a Vav. Vav is to draw down. And what do we want to draw down? Number 15. Another one. In Birchas Koyanim, there are 15 words, the main blessing of blessings, which is the blessings that the Kohanim bless the Jewish people, supposed to be every day in Bez Hashem. And in Israel it is every day. And hopefully we'll be soon everywhere every day. Especially we'll hear the Kohanim blessing the Jewish people in the base of Migdash. There are 15 words, again, to be Megal of the Yudke. Shlom HaMelech was the 15th generation he brings regarding this. Um, what else? Number 15. Oh, in Pesach by the Seder, when we say Dayenu, Ilu, if this would have happened, if that would have happened, Dayenu, you'll see, 15 times Dayenu. Again, his galos of Yudke, to be Mamshech Yudke below, that the second one should also be Yudke. So that's the, the significance of constantly stimulating number, um, number, number 15. However, as we said before, it's not the Yudke what we want. What we're really intending, how will Yudke reveal itself? With, usually if there's Hamshacha from Yudke, translating it lower, it becomes Vav and Ahe. It's not remaining on the level of Yudke. The only way for it to remain at the level of Yudke is if the Yudke itself is infused with a power that is infinitely higher than the Yudke. And that is the power of Keser that needs to be Nizgala in the Yudke. So he says, this is hinted to in the whole content of last week's Torah portion, Parshas Ve'eschanon. Parshas Ve'eschanon begins with Moshe Rabbeinu Davini. And what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted was the Hizgalos of Keser. That's why he says, Ebra, I want to cross. No, please. Simply means, Ebra, no, please let me cross. Please let me cross over into the land. The Eres Aretz, I will see the land. The deeper meaning, according to the Tzermach Tzedek, is Ebra, let me cross. Nun, let me cross the Nun, the 50th gate of Bina. And even higher than that, into the Aleph, which is this Galus of Erech Ampin, which is of Keser, which is the Aleph that's higher than the 50th, 50th gate of Bina. And from there, the area I will see the Hizgalos of Keser. And from there, I can imam Sheikh Keser down. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted. But it says, here the Gavaldaganian, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 prayers. That's, what, that's the amount of Tfilois that Moshe davened. He davened 515. Gematria of the word Ve'eschanon. Ve'eschanon, the gematria of the word Ve'eschanon is 515. What's the significance of Moshe Rabbeinu Davin? Tov Kuv Tezvav Tfilois, 515. You got the number 15 over there. Remember, that's significant. So the Tzemach Tzedek is going to explain. 515 means you have the Yudke, which is the 15. The 500 represents the Amshacha of Keser energy. Keser, we'll see in a moment, we'll explain why. Keser is symbolized in the number 500. So to be Mamshach of 500 down into the Yudke, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to do. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to give us Chamish Asr Ba'av. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to give us the third base image. He wanted to give us the future. He wanted to give us a base of that could never be destroyed. Now really that's the root of every tefillah. Because here's another secret. Not just is ve'eschanon, which means I pleaded gematria 515. The word tefillah is 515. Ha! 
Anybody have thought of that? Tefillah is 515. That means every prayer, all tefillah. Tough is 400. Pay is 80, 480. Lamed is 30. So 480 plus 30 is 510 plus a hey, 515. That means the essence of prayer is 515. Why is the essence of prayer 515? Says the Tzemach What's the idea of every prayer? The idea of every prayer is the essence of prayer. If you want to boil it down to two words, Yehi and let there be a new will. Why? When you're praying, what do you want? God decided something already. What do you want to do? Ah, you want God to change his mind. Ah, that means you want a new will. His old will, the way he saw it, the way he was operating the world till now was like this. Now you want him to have a different will so that he can reorganize and change things around. That's the idea of every prayer. Prayer means you're dying for a change. Something should change. Someone is sick, you want them to be healed. Someone is um, is in prison, you want them to be freed. Someone is... Uh, is, is lacking uh, funds, they need their trouble financially, you're davening that they should have a miloy, they should have parnasa. There's no rain, we're davening for rain. Whatever the tefillah is. We, but why are things the way they are? Because God wanted them to be this way. So if you want to change, you want a new ratzon. But when you want to be, you want to draw down the new ratzon, you want to draw, and ratzon is in keser. So you want to be mamshech keser. Where do you want to draw it down? You want to draw it into the world, into the Ebershtis Chachma. Because Hashem runs the world with His Chachma. Chachma is the first. Kulam b'chachma sits Hashem with His Chachma is running the world. But you want the Ratzon to change the Chachma. So you want Hamshachas HaKeser. Same idea that we said before, Tuba, 15th of Av. You want Av to be drawn down into the Yudke. So that's the idea. You draw from 500. We'll see, we'll see soon in a, in a few minutes. We'll see why Keser is 500. But the number of 515 represents you want to draw from 500 down into 15. You want to infuse the 15 with the power of the what 500 represents, which is Keser, which is the idea of Tefillah. So you want to cause a change. That's the idea of Eschanan, that's Tefillah, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu Dam 515 Tefillahs. Now here's another word that's Gematria 515. The word Yesharach. Yeshara. What's the significance of the word Yeshara? It says um, by the Malachim, Viragleim Regel Yeshara. When it speaks about the angels, it says that their legs are Regel Yeshara, are a straight leg. So, what does it mean it's a straight From here we learn out, because there are two legs, Malachim have two feet, that the two feet of the Malachim appear to be like one foot. Um, if that's the case, the two feet of the malachim look like one leg, like one foot. That's what we learn how by our tefillah, that's negate the tefillah. Because when we daven, we should be like the malachim. We put our two feet together as if it's one leg. To represent the concept of yeshara. The word yeshara is 215. I mean, it's 515. What's the connection? There's another Indian in, in Yeshara by the Malachim. When you say their legs are like one, it doesn't only mean that their legs are like one, it also means that they don't have the joints. We have joints. We have knee, knee joint, and then we have an ankle joint, a hip joint, three joints of the leg. The reason why we have to have these joints is because we're moving, we're walking. So we need to have our legs should be movable. The malachim stand in one place. Maybe they fly with their feet, but when they stand, they stand. They're not walking. Therefore, they don't need joints. So their feet is regular yishara. What's the deeper meaning of that pirush? That that's what rishara means. Is um, that's what that's from Jerusalem Talmud. Yishami says she'enlem kvitzim. They don't have joints. There's a very deep secret over here. And why does that relate to our davening? And again, to number 515. We said before that what's the consequence of number 515? When you have the Hizgalos of Keser, which is 500, and again, please trust that we will have an amazing explanation why 500 is the Hizgalos of Keser, but I'm, I, I'm not up to that yet, so let's put that on the side. 
these galus of Kesar is related to number 500. And being, when we're mamshik that into Chachm and Bina, we, brought, we draw it into the number Yud and He, which is 15. What's the consequence? The consequence is that the water pressure is very high, that the Yizgalos, Gali revelation is very, very high, and it's not diluted as it goes through system after system. It doesn't break down. It doesn't get less and less. It remains the beginning of the Hamshacha and the end of the Hamshacha is, 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 is without a stop. It's not weaker as it's descending. It's a, it's, it's a powerful, potent download without any diminishment. You don't lose anything in the, during the transmission. Well, that's the concept of regal yushara, direct leg. It explains that our feet have three different compartments because the three compartments of our feet represent oilam um, habriya is the upper part of the foot, oilam hayetzira is the second part of the foot, and the bottom part of the foot is oilam asiya. We know there are three worlds: yetzira, abriya, which is the world of creation, world of angels. And then, world of souls, I'm sorry. The world of Yetzir is the world of angels. And then the bottom of the, the, of the foot, which represents Olamasi, is the world of action. So these are three worlds. They also represent Chabad, the Chabad, the Chagas, Chesed, Givur, and Teferis. And finally, Netzachot Yesod. In general, the feet are the Netzachot Yesod of the person, because the head is Chabad. The, the torso, the midsection, is the chabad, I'm sorry, the chagas, chesed, kivur, and And the bottom feet, netzachot yesot, that's what the feet are. Um, but in netzachot yesot itself, in netzachot yesot, there is the chabad of it, which is represented in the thigh, the chagas of it represented in the calves, and the bottom part of the foot, from the ankle and further, including the, the toes and so on and so forth, is all the netzachod yesod of the netzachod yesod of the feet, which each level manifests in a different level. The joints represent that they're separate. But by the malachim, it's one because the idea of it is to bring the giluyim down. The main idea is the malachim are serving there as the function. What's its ultimate purpose? Is that it should be a speed transition, regel yeshara. It should not be. Um, broken. It shouldn't be broken down and get weaker and weaker in, tr- in, tr- in transition as it's descending. But he, in the words of the Tzemach Tzedek, the same revelation that's in, in, in Ganeidin and Elyon, in the higher Ganeidin, in Olam Habriya, which is in the higher Ganeidin, the same revelation should be over here on the street corners of, uh, of Los Angeles. It should have the same giver like in Ganeidin and Elyon. So, where do you see that manifesting? The fact that we're speaking the deepest secrets of the Torah, where? On YouTube. That, that's exactly what we're talking about. It should be Mizgala. It should be revealed finally in this world. And it shouldn't be interrupted. It shouldn't get weaker as it's descending. It should come down with all of its potency, with all of its revelation. So when do you get regular Yashara? And how much is Yashara 515? Because in order for there to be Yashara, that's why he brings the Pasuk, Yesharim Darkei Hashem. The purpose of mitzvahs is to bring the, to cause a download from above down here without a diminishment. To be connect the Oren Saif directly to Olam Asiyah. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're doing a physical mitzvah in this world, you're, you're revealing God, the, the same infinite light that's above Atzilus in our physical world. That's why it's called Yesharim. So Yeshara, which is the Matriya 515, represents this descent. In other words, the idea that yudke, yudke, double yudke, it shouldn't be yudke, vavke, it shouldn't be less. Well, and that's related. How does that happen? Through 515, through the Amshacha of Keser, into, into yudke. That's why another word is going to 515. The word shira. Amazing. Just think about how many words shira. Psalm, shin reish is 500, yudke. Because the point of singing is the same idea. Tefillah, shira, ve'etzchanon. It's all to be mechaber and to connect the, the, uh, the, the keser. Now, 
And what I, what I didn't share with you yet is how was Kessa revealed or related to the number 500. So he says like this. In general, we know there is a midas achesed. There is the attribute of kindness. Now, in the attribute of kindness, not, not, not in keset, as a sphera, as an attribute. Is it ten attributes in Atsilas? It's the attribute of chesed. The flow of, 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 of energy from chesed, if it would come directly without any specifications, it would be too general and too overwhelming. So it has to become specific. How does it become specific? Through a power of five fingers. So in the right hand, which the right hand represents chesed, there's five fingers. Five fingers are called hey gevurais, the five powers of gevura that take the general chesed and specify, just like a person that has a power in his right hand. Without fingers, the power is too general, so you couldn't do anything specific. You couldn't do any detailed work, any fine art. You can push a car. If a car needs to be moved, you can push a car. But if you have to do any, anything more uh, uh, detailed with your fingers, uh, you can't do You can't button a button with uh, as powerful as your hands are. You can't button a button. And you can't uh, tie your shoelaces. You definitely can't write and do artistic things if your hands, if you don't have the fingers. So the fingers specified in these, the powers of chesed come through the five fingers. This is hinted to in the story of creation. It mentions five times the word oyer, light. Because light is chesed. And it mentions five times light right in the beginning. The word oyer mentioned five times. Because oyer is chesed. There are five powers of chesed. Just like there are five powers of chesed, I'm sorry, just like an oyer is indicative of the five powers of chesed, we know something else is chesed. Mayim is also chesed. Water is also chesed. Right in the beginning of Bereshit, it mentions five times the word mayim. Because again, the five powers of chesed. So once we are on the concept that there's hechasa, but that chesed, so the number five is related both to kavura because it's five kavuras, but there's five powers of chesed. That's the chesed of hishtal shalos. That's called the midas chesed. But then there is the chesed lamaylam hishtal shalos. That's the chesed of keser. The chesed in Hishtal Shalos is called the chesed of Ze'er Anpin, of the small face of Hashem. Because all the spheroids of, of Hashem as manifest in Atzilos are called small face. The reason they're called small face because Hashem is already mitigating them, lessening their light. The, 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 the expansive power of the Orin Saif is not shown in them. That's why it's called Midah. Midah means a measure. But in Kesha, which is the source of the Midahs, but not the Midas yet. Over there, it's called Erech Anpin, the long face, which means the Midas are not Midas, they're not measured yet. So everything is expansive. But you still have the number five. But it's not five, it's 500. And the reason why it's 500 is because it includes within itself so much more potential. Once it's already descending into Midas HaChesed, it's already narrowed and lessened and weakened. And therefore, the amount of chasadim that can come from there are much less in quality and in quantity. But the higher you go, and the energy is more general, more general, more general, more general, the more it includes and the more potential it has. So therefore, the number of terms of Hashem's right hand, as it is the right hand of Keser, not the right hand, the right hand of Erech Anpin, not the right hand, hand of Ze'er Anpin, is the number 500. A proof to that he gives. The same five fingers that we spoke about before, which are the five chasadim, but each one is times ten. Where do we find that? When Hashem was beating the mitzvah, it says that uh, 
the Rabbi Akiva says, we say it in the Agada, Rabbi Akiva says, how do you know that every makkah that Hashem did to Mitzrayim was a five makkahs? And then later, so he brings the Pasuk, how, how much makkah. Then he says, but if in Mitzrayim they were only beaten with one finger and they got ten makkahs, So by the yam, there it doesn't say a finger. There it mentions as a yadakta, the whole hand. And here we see if with a finger they got ten makkas, so with an entire hand, I'm sorry, and the ten, each one includes five. That's what he's saying. The ten, each one, each makkah included five. Since each maka included five, it's really 50 makas. So therefore on the Yamsuf, they got 250 makas. That's, that's uh, according to Rabbi Akiva. What do you see from here? That every finger is really 50. It's, it's 10 times five. Every finger is, why? Because the hand that we're talking about over here is not the hand of Atsilos, the hand of Spheroes. It's the hand as it is in Kesser. And the hand in Kesser is 10 times more and then 100 times. So from the five becomes 100. So it's 500. And then he, by the way, explains an interesting idea. How do you get 500? He said that one hand is 250. Each, each finger is is only 50 makas. So it's, it, it should be 250. How do you get 500? So he explains because really in Kesser, there's no left hand. Less smaller by Hiatika, there's no left over there. There is Gavura, there is Gavura, but there's no left. The Gavura in, in Kesser, which is, should be the left hand, is also considered the right hand. Two right hands. He's, he brings the marshal that's a machzedek. It's like a person who's equally talented in both of his hands. Both of I mean, you have a righty usually, which is stronger on the right, the someone is stronger on the left. The person who's equally shaylet in both his hands. So that means there's really no left. Because the stronger hand, that's your right hand. But if your both hands are equal, means there's no left. Both of them are right. In Kesser, both hands are equal. Because the Gevura that's there, for instance, if Hashem is beating the Egyptians, it's not coming out of hatred, it's not coming out of anger, it's not coming out of wrath. It's coming out of love. Over there, Hashem has this infinite love to the Jewish people. And automatically, if He loves the Jewish people, those who torment the Jewish people, you beat them up, but you're beating them up not out of anger, you're beating them up out of love. Notice the underlying power is love. That's why by, by you find that that during Oz Yashir, it says, Yemincha Hashem Nadori Bakayach, your right hand Hashem is glorified with power. Yemincha Hashem, your right hand God, Tiratz Oyev, crushes the enemy, rips the enemy. So it mentions two times the right hand, right hand and right hand. Oh, one second. The crushing the enemy happens with the left hand. It says, now, no, but here it's, Yad Hagdola Asher Os Hashem in Mitzrayim. Gedula is Chesed. That even the beating of Mitzrayim came through. So it's really 10 fingers. Because the left is also right, and that's how you have 500. So again, so the Cheshman comes out like this. Each finger, Be'etzem, in Erechampin, is 10 times more. It's 10. So you got 10 times 5. And then you have both hands together, you have 500. But both hands are the, are the same hand. That's the Hamshacha that we're talking about. He says an interesting thing. That's why we find this level, by the way, is called the Chesed of Keser. It's called Rav Chesed. There is Midas Chesed, and then there is Rav Chesed. We evoke this level. We're trying to reach an Rosh Hashanah. Rav Chesed. We say 13 attributes of mercy. Rav Chesed Ve'emes. So he says an amazing thing. This level of Rav Chesed, which is really... Where do we find it relates to the number 500? I just explained. The chasadim on that level comes on as an... Uh, yeah, but 
we find that one of the one of the spices in the Beis Hamikdash that was used to make the Shemen Amishcha, the anointing oil, which brought holiness to everything, was mor mor deror, wild moor. The Targum says on the word mor deror, mira dachia, pure moor. The Gemara says. From the word from where the Targum says Miradachya, that's where Mordechai is hinted to. Because Mordechai, his name Mordechai is Mor Mir Dachya, Mordachya. In other words, the Gemara is connecting Mordechai to this Besamin, this type of spice. Because the Targum translates Mordechai as Mordechai, and Mordechai is Mordechai. That's where Mordechai is Manatov. Obviously, it's a deep secret over here. Sages are not just playing around. They're looking for words that sound like it. Miradachia. Now, how much more dachia do you bring? How much more deroyer do you bring for the spice? The Pasik says, more deroyer chamesh mea is 500. This level of more deroyer, this more that was used for the bank, is indicative of this level, the chesed element, the chesedim of the, of of Keser, of Erech Anpin. That's why Mordechai is the exact gematria as Rav Chesed. Cool, no? The word Rav Chesed and Mordechai, exact same gematria. Because Mordechai is the level he comes, his source of his neshama is from this level of Rav Chesed. And that's why he's hinted to in the Torah in Mordechai, which Mordechai is the level of of Rav Chesed, but what's the number associated with it? Five hundred. Now, now we'll understand when your mamshich, when you want to draw Keser down, in order to, which is your object, objective in Tefillah, in Ve'eschanon. In the 15th of Av, when you want to draw Kesar down, you want to connect 515. You want to be Mamshech the Kesar, which is Ein Sof, into Yudke. Yudke is 15, this is 500. Be Mamshech 500 into the 15. That's the secret of number 515. That's the reason why. Moshe Dav in 515 prayers. That's the reason why um, Tefillah is Gematria 15, Shira is Gematria 515. And here's the last one. In the Mishkan, there was a courtyard. The courtyard of the Mishkan had lacings that were hung around the entire, that's that's what the courtyard was made up of, what's called kloyim, lacings. So there was a full wall on the north, a full wall on the south, and a full wall on the west, on Myers. In the Mizrach, in the front, it wasn't a full wall. There were two um, pieces in the front connected to the walls and then there was an empty space each piece was 15 cubits 15 cubits on one 15 cubits on the other the whole mishkan the width of the mishkan is 50 so the back wall was 50 but the front wall wasn't completely closed it had 15 and 15 an empty space in the middle which was the entrance which they put a masach a partition that space was 20 so 20 plus 15 and 15 was 30, 30 and 20 is 50. That's how you have to make up for the space. These two um, pieces are called, the Pasuk refers to them as Kasef. Chamesh Esrei Amois, 15 Amois, La Kasef Echod, to one, Kasef is a shoulder, to one shoulder. Chamesh Esrei Amois, another 15 Amois, La Kasef Hashenes, to the second shoulder. It's called shoulder. So watch the deep secret that the Tzemach Tzedek says. Kasef, 
shoulder in Hebrew is 500. Tough, pay, which is 480. Tough is 400, pay. 20. 480 plus 20, 500. How much was there on the Kasef? How much was there on each shoulder? 15. Why? Because you want to take the Kasef, the two shoulders, which are the two arms of the Zeir Anpin, as we spoke earlier, the right and the left, which are really both right. You want to take that, those two arms, and draw them down into the Yudke into the 15. So you have two shoulders, 15 and 15, capturing the Kasif, 515. Why the two shoulders? Well, there's only one level 500. What do you get two times 500? So I was struggling a little bit in the mind, but he's not really explaining what's the two times 500. It seems to imply that it's not so much two times 500, it's more two times to draw it into 15 and 15. Why twice 15? Because when you draw it down, it's to be drawn down into Chachmet, to Bina, into the first 15, but not just in the first 15, but also that the second couple, the Vav K, should also be a Yud K, should also be 15. And it'll be Yud K, Yud K, by me, Mamshach, the 500. That's going to be the revelation in the third base of Mikdash. The Rebbe explains, so why did they, if that's the revelation in the third base of Mikdash, how come it was there in the Mishkan? The Tzermat doesn't say. The Rebbe asks, based on the Mimer, the Rebbe says, how come this was there already in the Mishkan? So the Rebbe says, the Mishkan already was the precursor for all Batei Mikdash, even for the third base of Mikdash. It had it already in potential. But it wasn't revealed, but it was there already. And it was already there in the idea that you had already this potential giloy of the 500 connected to the 15, which is the Indian of the 15th of Allah. It's only revealed in an open, revealed way in the third base of English. That's the concept, that's the idea. So uh, there's quite a bit more that the Tzemach Tzedek explains over here, but this, I think, is the, is the gist of it. Just see if I uh, what I, mostly what I wanted to say. There's 15 shiramalos, 15 steps. Yeah. He explains a little bit more regarding different spices. There's the murderer, which is 500. There's another thing, kidmon besan. Kidmon is cinnamon. Over there, there's also 500, but that 500 is divided into 250 and 250, which he explains very gishmak. It's a little bit uh, much for now. So we are going to leave it over here. But this didn't go. The main thing is that we shouldn't just talk about all this. All this should be revealed to us in our physical eyes. We should see already the third base of Migdosh, fully revealed, fully in the physical sense, fully revealed. Take it from the Yad right now. Again, the happiest 15th of love ever.